Hi guys, one more game here. Did you forget who we were? We're back. I'm just trying to touch base, see how things are going. So let's crack on and uh, talk about Football Manager. <laughs> let's go. We'll, we'll keep. We'll keep that in. We'll keep that terrible. Uh, a little bit rusty. Um, anyway, Samo, you're here. How are you? You okay? All right. How are you? Yeah, great. Um, we've actually not we've not caught really since the. Since FM20 drops, we spoke just before it came out. But I mean, I we spoke on maybe the Wednesday, and it came on the Tuesday after, or something. Yeah, like I mean, that. we, we talked to each other every day, Mike. So, well, just just not in just not in podcast form. How are you finding the game uh, after? Obviously, we've we've probably had what about three weeks now of it. God, has it been? I think it's been. Has it been more than that, or has it just been three weeks? It well, feels like longer. It's been a. It's been a month since we've had the. Since we've had FM20 in some iteration. Yeah. Obviously, it dropped on what the the eighteenth was it late on? Yeah, true. So it's it's almost a month. Yeah, um, I like it. I think it's uh, mm. I think it's a nice mm, like kind of what's the word kind of like m- move on from FM nineteen, like a kind of iteration mm. of yeah. it. Um, and I, I, like I think for me now as like an experienced football manager player and one that is quite happy with the game as it is like I think that's fine but I think you can probably see that some people get annoyed that there isn't like big huge things that change on a yearly basis now but for me I'm absolutely fine with that yeah that's it I mean we would play football manager you know both you and I would play football manager no matter what all year round really you know apart from the odd break we wouldn't necessarily play something else Yeah. but for other players who have different games that they want to play there's perhaps not much of a draw there to bring them in but they're probably not our audience so we don't need to worry about that yeah. too much um, but yeah I'm the same I, what I've done this year I don't know if I said this in the last pod but um, I've changed my skin I'm going the, the dark skin this year um, just then it looks like a bit of a different game to me Got yeah. um, and it's funny how you suddenly forget what the old game kind of was like um, as soon as a new one comes out and you, you think features that are new would have always been there you just kind of it's like when social media changes themselves radically you think you soon forget what the old Facebook used to be yeah. like and you just get used to the new uh, new UI quite quite or like remember when remember when Twitter was 140 characters instead of 280 or whatever it is now yeah exactly exactly I mean you know follow Fridays were a different thing back then <laughs> you couldn't, couldn't get too many in there but now you can get the whole damn community um, <clears throat> yeah so I mean we can you know like you say, I, I don't think too much has drastically changed. But what they have changed and what they brought in, I think is great. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I've, I've kind of flirted in, in and out of the development centre quite a lot. Um, there's, there's obviously a few other new tweaks and, and little things that we can we can talk about. Um, but should we tell people what we've been up to? Sure, let's do it. You can uh, you go first because you've actually done you've, you've completed a season just now with uh, with Ibar and, and you've not actually blogged too much you've done what two blogs so people might not quite be 100% sure on where you're up to and, and, and how things are getting on yeah but just with you saying Ibar there I don't think I've said Ibar out loud to anybody yet because we haven't pod since uh, since I revealed that I was going Ibar that's true actually yeah that, that could well be a, you know for anyone who doesn't read your blogs um, that could be a 
Copy of Save Reveal. Yeah, Save Reveal right there. Mid-December. I'm, I'm managing Ibar um, in La Liga in Spain. Um, so yeah, I think like originally Save Idea kind of came to me earlier on this year. I read uh, a book like I like to do um, and it was during a holiday, which I also like to do is when I read most of my books. Um, and it was a, a great book by a, a guy called uh, Ewan McTeer um, and that was on kind of Ibar's kind of first season in La Liga but also a bit of like how they got there and then a, a bit of afterwards as well um, and it's a great book I think I recommended it in my blog post but I would definitely recommend it um, if you haven't read it already um, so yeah I kind of picked them uh, they are probably not that much anymore but they are still one of the smallest teams in La Liga um, and that kind of struck out like to me in terms of why I wanted to go with them just to um, build them up a little bit if I could uh, and be a bit plucky against like the, the bigger teams obviously you've got I don't need to talk them talk about them much but Barcelona, Real Madrid and Atletico um, but also again like you've got Betis, you've got Valencia, you've got Sevilla so there is some big teams in the Liga kind of similar to like a Premier League if you were maybe going one of the smaller teams um, in England like you, could, you get to the Premier League and there's still probably going to be a challenge every season if you want to try and win that league um, La Liga obviously like a little bit less with the, the money side of things um, that you don't you don't get although I did get a, a lovely gift um, last night while I was playing I was really worried at the end of my first season um, my finances weren't looking that great at all I think I was 2 million in the red after the first season um, but the TV money half of it is paid up front um, so I got about 20, 20 million quid um, in the bank balance which was which was nice to keep to keep me going through the through the second season Although I haven't seen much of that yet in transfer budget because transfer budget is still about 300k, um, so I won't be signing too many players um, this summer. Need kind of need to keep the the squad together. So yeah, I mean first season went amazingly well. Um, I was expected to, I think the media expected like a bottom half finish and the board were expecting kind of mid table, um, but I managed to finish fifth. Uh, and qualify for the Europa League group stages for next season. Um, so Atletico won the league, and then Real finished second. Barca finished third and sacked their manager, and then Valencia squeezed into the Champions League, uh, the fourth Champions League spot. So to finish kind of best of the rest ish was was amazing. Um, and yeah, I think I was, I definitely deserved it in the end. But like obviously, I spoke loads on FM19 about how I didn't really want success to come and things like that, I just wanted a bit of a challenge and, and things like that, but um, I think the way that we played and the results that we had over the season definitely des deserved to finish fifth. I mean, it's interesting you saying about uh, the league and, and how the how the challenge is going to be. I think you're right in the fact that it's probably the Premier League that's not the Premier League, so it's, it's as close as you can get to a Premier League without obviously going to the actual league itself, because obviously, you know, we you and I and a few others particularly want to steer clear of the, the Premier League just for the pure kind of ridiculousness of the money uh, that's involved yeah. uh, with it. it. Kind of, we always feel like it makes it a bit too easy. But you know, that's that's our view. Um, <clears throat> and I've I've seen a few. Obviously, I've seen you, your season and seen uh, James FM Pressure. He's got um, he's in La Liga obviously as well. And and the top four kind of is the same teams mm -hmm. in both um, both saves. You, you've obviously got. Big three and then Valencia are in there as well. 
So do you see that as being quite a struggle to, to break into? Yeah, probably. I mean, I had a couple of decent results against them this season, but obviously had some kind of disappointing results against some of the other teams in the league too. So I think that one of the results that I did write about was uh, I beat Real Madrid uh, 2-0 at home. Um, and it was just like such a good performance and one of the, the best ones we had over the season in terms of how I actually wanted the team to play, um, like shutting them down completely and then hitting them totally on the break with some kind of fast-paced direct football, which was which was really good to watch. And when it worked, it was it was lovely to see um, in the match engine, um, especially kind of like pressing forward as well, which is one of my favourite roles on the game uh, so far this year. Uh, played with it on uh, the beta as well with Norgeland and, and kind of set one up. Uh, in my three-five-two with Ibar as well, and yeah, I think I, I'm really enjoying kind of the high press and high tempo style of it. I'm the same. I'm liking that role as well. Obviously, last year you had um, with Vittoria. Do you see Ibar as similar level in comparison to the rest of the league as Vittoria, or is this more of a challenge? I think like comparing the two teams and comparing the leagues as well. I think Vittoria were slightly better than the kind of vast majority of the rest of uh, Primera uh, in Portugal. Yeah. But I think Ibar are probably a bit worse in terms of the players that they've got initially and especially like smallest stadium in the league, although for the second season I, I seem to have moved stadium because the stadium doesn't actually comply with La Liga regulations. So like we've, we've kind of been chucked out of it. Uh, no idea if I'm going to move back or whether I'll get a new stadium. Uh, that's not really been... I haven't had a news item about that yet. Uh, so yeah, I mean, in terms of facilities, like they're all really poor. Um, so I think it'll be a few years yet before I'm comfortable enough to kind of start that side of things in terms of off the pitch where you're you're asking the board to, to, to kind of boost the facilities and, and make them better. Yeah, it'll be a difficult one. And then obviously in Portugal you had the sort of big three, but sporting never really did Yeah, they were terrible. It was kind yeah. of just two. And then eventually you, you kind of overtook Porto, didn't you really, to be the sort of, or, you know, always the bridesmaid into kind of second and then eventually... From then, it took you a few seasons before you got over Benfica, right? So yeah. Do you see a similar sort of pathway? Um, I mean, similarly to FM19, I'd be delighted if I didn't ever win La Liga um, <laughs> on FM20. Um, I, I mean, realistically, and if the game is going to behave like it probably should do and, and like people want it to, then Barca, Real, Atletico should be winning La Liga every single season that I play. Yeah, you should be nowhere near this. Yeah, the time. Exactly. Not not nowhere near, but you shouldn't be sort of. You should maybe to get top four. Yeah, but I'd be if I if I squeeze into fourth at some point in the save, then I'd be absolutely delighted. Um, and fifth, even like I said, was was a massive achievement. Um, and I kind of it's obviously surpassed the board expectations already. Um, so I'll be a little bit worried if I continue to do that, um, and the board kind of now expect me to do much better. Um, like I think. So how did have you? Have you got your club vision for next year or your, your expectations? Yes. How has that, has that changed? It changed, yeah. So um, they they now, I think it was kind of loose in, in season one. Um, so they they weren't expecting kind of any style of play things or anything like that, but they wanted me to sign players that were under 23 for the first team, um, which they were massively disappointed in because I, I didn't have didn't have any money to, to sign any players that were under 23. Um, so I didn't really manage to do it. Um, and then so for season two they want me to make the most of set pieces and they want to see some pressing uh, football I think it was I can't remember the exact termination I did put it up on Slack the other day but I, I can't remember 
um, I'm just going to like randomly scroll to see if I can find it. Okay, while you do that one, yeah, um, I'll. I found it. And um, obviously we've. Oh, okay. Cool. Play oh. high tempo pressing football is favoured okay. by the board, and yeah, the the I mean, in terms of the league, they want mid table again, which absolutely delighted with. Um, okay. But they want me to reach the first knockout round of Europa League. Yeah, that I remember you saying that actually. That seems quite difficult. Are you? I think you well, you're in the groups, aren't you? Yeah, so straight into the groups, which are, which obviously is great, but no idea who I'm going to get in the group. So uh, fingers crossed. Well, you, you, you'd think fifth place in Spain should be seeded quite well. Uh, it should be a first seed, maybe. If that's how they do it, or do they do it on your reputation? I think a lot of the time it's the club reputation in terms of the, the seedings. Mm. And this is obviously our first ever foray into Europe, so mm. like we'll probably have a terrible seed. But but yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I mean, obviously we've seen, um, was it Mr. Zolo, he got sacked from Toulouse. Um, yeah, good season one, didn't he? And, mm-hmm. then, and then number two, perhaps not as quite as good. And did he get sacked because of the expectations or just... I think he had some poor results um, in the end. Yeah. Um, but now he's doing uh, well in La Liga as well. He's, he's moved over to Yeah, of to course, Spain, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, like you said earlier, James uh, at Batiste, like they, uh, both of those uh, clubs have a little bit more money than Ibar, so um, not not that I'm saying that's why they're doing well, but um, but yeah, I think they they are doing both doing well so far, and James has obviously had some good success at Batiste already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be good. I think. Yeah, I do enjoy La Liga saves, and we've obviously not seen too many uh, in past uh, past years, and um, obviously Jim G's now at. Mm-hmm. as well um, you always see a Bill Bar one pop up as well things like that every year every few years so it'll be good to uh, to see where that uh, to see where everyone goes definitely yeah let's let's talk about you let's talk about Salzburg yeah yeah so one of the downsides of um, of um, me actually playing FM is obviously that we don't actually pod about it um, <laughs> but yeah it's been good um, I'm almost through a season I've got two games left in the first season um it's going well. Um, obviously, we've got quite a lot of expectation, so that this is quite possibly my hardest challenge of, of, the, of the save is actually not. You know, obviously we're expected to win everything, and uh, we can't slip up. I mean, nil-nil draws at home to some of the lower teams um, brings a sort of disappointment from the board. Whenever you check the uh, check the board reading, I think I'm on about an A minus or a B at the moment. Um, lost lost a game. Last uh, last time out against second place in the league, so it's, it's still a bit tight. Um, I've got, I think I'm level on points with the game in hand, with two games to go. You're level on, you're level on point. Yeah, but we've got, we've only we've, we've lost two games. Um, we lost twice against second actually, which is a bit annoying. I didn't, I didn't realise you were level on points. I'm nervy for you. <laughs> with a game in hand against uh, fifth and sixth, which is obviously bottom of the championship group. Um, we shouldn't. We probably shouldn't be level on points, but because we went went into the, the split with the league lead, obviously in the league, um, but everything gets halved. So next year, I'll obviously take a few more risks because we drew a few too many games, um, and they, you know, obviously when you halve one point, you don't really get too much at the end of it. Um, so we'll perhaps take a few more risks to see if we can get a win um, because the difference between a draw and a defeat isn't too much. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, obviously, I need. Need the success. I need to win the league. I need to win the cup, which we've already done. Won the Austrian cup uh, fairly comfortably, although we scraped through a couple of the earlier rounds on penalties. 
Um, but since the change in tactic against the sort of sides below us in, in the lower leagues, um, we should now do a bit better in those games. So looking forward to season two, we just got to get there, um, make sure we get over the line, win the league, and then, uh, and then we'll see how we get on. Um, Champions League, we did okay. We beat Bayern. Um, I think the, um, the board were happy with that. We lost twice to Spurs and we lost to Bayern away. Um, so we came third in, in, in all. Rosenberg finished bottom. Um, went into Europa League and uh, beat beat Bratislava, beat Young Boys uh, in a couple of rounds, and then went out in the quarterfinal to Lazio. So not too bad. <clears throat> I think yeah, the games could have gone either way. We drew nil-nil at home, where we probably could have won, but they had a lot of chances as well. Um, and then we lost two-nil away. We're kind of probably a bit naive with our tactic, and, and maybe next year I'll. I'll come up with a tactic that should be better against the bigger European teams and sort of the bigger teams in, in our league as well, uh, particularly away from home. I wanted to play Red Bull's way and obviously we've seen them um, away at Anfield in real life and away you know, in sort of home last night as well. They're kind of still pressing, still kind of very attacking. Um, so I wanted to keep that. I wanted to sort of not change and go super defensive um, away from home. Um, and we lost 2-0 away at Spurs, we lost 2-0 away at Bayern and obviously 2-0 away at uh, Lazio. So in those games we had some a few chances but the, 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 the home side, the bigger side, were uh, comfortable winners in the end. But we played our way, we still had some good attacking options and things so I'm happy with how it went. We perhaps just maybe need to scale it back a little bit, be slightly more cautious take our chances a bit better and we, uh, we might do okay. How are you finding the tactic? I know you, you obviously wrote about it and you've made some tweaks already to what you'd originally set out to do. Yeah, so I've got two. Uh, like you, I've gone for a 3-5-2 um, with wing-backs. That's, I like that, it's good. Uh, the pressing's good. So, like I say, at home against a few of the European teams or, or teams who come out to play as well, it's good. We can get some good results and uh, win the ball back quite well. I'm enjoying sort of winning the turnover and then attacking from there. Um, so I might just do a few tweaks to that and see how it goes. But that was proving pretty fruitless against sides with the low block, mm -hmm. um, which is pretty much half of the half or more of the uh, Austrian league. Um, so I was getting a lot of nil-nil draws, three successive nil-nil draws, um, where we just didn't finish any chances. We were having a lot of long shots and our top, our front two um, was just kind of isolated in the box. Uh, not isolated, they were surrounded by their players, but we couldn't get the ball to them to force an opportunity. So that was proving quite frustrating. Um, so that's why I did go for the tactic. I've gone for a sort of a, a 4 4 2, but it's really a 4 2 4 with um, two attacking wide players and then the, the front two as well. Um, that's proving quite well, quite good against um, teams who sit, sit back a bit. We kind of lowered our, our, our line of engagement and, and defensive lines to just just a bit to bring them out a bit more. Uh, we attack with a bit of pace and a bit more direct, and uh, it's working. It's worked quite well so far. So I'll see how that goes into the new year, uh, new season, and then um, I'll perhaps go with something a bit, a bit in between the two as well, um, which gives us good attacking options, but it's a bit more cautious and defensive as well, and a bit more solid. So perhaps write about that one as well. Uh, and chase them hits. <laughs> yeah. How right. yeah, tactical things always go down. <laughs> how are you finding the? Uh, like community expectations rather than the board expectations, I think. 
people are obviously well I'm saying people and I'm saying community me like I'm expecting you yeah. I'm expecting you to win the league and I think everybody's expecting Haaland to score like 30 goals in a season how are you finding that so far? Uh, a lot of pressure early on obviously our our kind of general toothless nature um, at the start wasn't helping Haaland out um, he's been good though um, I, 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 I just right now I want to play him in every game I want to play him in, in every I don't even want to take him off even if we've got a big game coming because I want to just, just score as many goals as he can he's hit 20 for the season uh, 12 in the league so not bad to be honest I think he's missed four penalties which is quite frustrating considering he's he's our best penalty taker and he's quite high I feel like every time you put a screenshot up of a match result like he's missed a penalty yeah 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 I think yeah he's of, of seven he's missed four I think if not more um, so it's frustrating a little bit I don't know why quite why he's missed so many um, but then other players have missed him as well so I don't think it's him particularly it's just um, there's something in the, in the game or not you know maybe I need to train them more um, or something like that so yeah I've, he's obviously been good but he's not proved himself to be an absolute wonder kid or by far the best player um, I've got Huang as well who's scored I think he scored sort of like 16 and he's probably played less games uh, and a few other players have chipped in as well um, so um, we're doing well we're starting to we're starting to now towards the end of the season is when he's picked up some more goals we're, we're scoring more um, there's more creation in midfield as well so if we started the season at this point now and we went for a full season he'd probably score a few more um, he's wanted by Chelsea Lampard's been to see us a few times so he might well go in the summer I'm prepared for that to, to go um, anything north of 30 to 40 50 million something like that and, and, and he can get gone uh, probably not going to stand in his way um, but I have, I've loved having him um, it's been great to actually because I've, I've not had any sort of great players in FM much um, over the past few years but, um, but yeah it's been nice to have him um, but I'm, I'm concerned what we're going to do when he does go because people who've come in for him in other games or stepped in haven't really um, scored maybe with a bit of a run they will so we'll see yeah I'm wondering like I was I've been trying to think about like how I would use him and I really don't know like in terms of like what role you'd pick for him if he's if he's a lone striker if he's in a two like I think you've you struggled a little bit with that as well haven't you yeah I've I've, I've not tried him as a lone striker because so I've not tried a tactic like that yet um, <clears throat> I've had him as a uh, pressing forward on attack I've had him as a complete forward on attack or support I've had him as an advanced forward and you know what? The best, the best, it's perhaps the best option in my tactic. Um, but now he's playing as pressing forward on support, and that's why he's scoring more goals. Mm -hmm. um, he's also my primary option for headers from corners, and he does get a lot of headers, but he misses quite a few as well. So yeah, he's been he's been fine. He's been good. He's had the most shots, most shots on target of the whole league by far, um, and I think he's top scorer in the league, but um, not by a by a long way really. Been good. Right. Some of my uh, some of my players who are out on loan, uh, like Samuel Tete and things, he's like um, Lask or Lask, as you may be called. I don't know. Um, he's been scoring quite well as well, so looking forward to him coming back and a few others. So we'll see what player options we've got at the end of the summer next year, and, uh, and that will decide how we go forward and what tactic to play. You could get a decent blog post. You can copy me. Because uh, I wrote one when I was Leipzig in terms of trying to replace Naby Keita um, when I had him, so yeah, you, you okay. can you can copy that. Yeah, I, I plan to do that. I mean, all the all the 
the best ideas are copied, usually from us anyway, <laughs> or someone else. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll see how he gets on. I'm, I, am, I am planning to lose him and a few others. Um, so I'm, I'm looking at my recruitment that way, looking at sort of tailoring scouting towards that as well and, and seeing who we can get coming through. Um, I've not been successful at the moment. I bought two players in January. Um, a, 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 a right back to kind of fill the gap there because we didn't have enough. And a centre back to replace one who left. And the board gave me, I think, E's and F's um, ratings uh, for the financing of the deal. So I'm not quite sure how. I, I don't think I spent too much. I probably spent a bit. I only like six million each, um, which is probably quite a lot for Austrian League. But you know, I think our record signing was sort of like nine million before. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure how that's going. So I've kind of changed how I'm doing that with my recruitment. Um, I'm finding the players, putting them on a list, kind of going forward anyway, I'm going to be putting them on a list for the director of football to try and negotiate it. Um, and then I'll have final say, um, just to see if that changes anything. Um, but I don't want to give full DOF uh, control just purely because um, I don't want him to cost me my job basically by spending all my wage budget and not having much left to, uh, to do anything else. Yeah, I presume even if he um, nego- like finds the deals and negotiates them and things like that, you're still judged on that at the end of the day, like on the finances, so you could still get an F on that deal even though it wasn't you that negotiated the contract. Yeah, or the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think I'll still be judged, um, sure, because it's, you know, it's part of my staff that's done it. Um, but maybe he can get a better deal or he'll only give deals that are expected of the club. You know what I yeah. mean? So maybe I'm overspending on too much. Um, so I'll see how it goes. It might improve it. If at the end of the day I just have to to have bad deals, then, then maybe. I mean, these were two first team players, um, so maybe that's that's it. And I've got two new. Uh, I've, I've, signed, I've got a couple of free signings coming in June, or July, first of July, um, which have been a bit cheaper. And obviously, they're free, so hopefully the board will be more favourably on that. And um, seventeen-year-old, so it should be okay. We'll see how we go on, really. Um, Want, want to judge and, and change the expectations but I suppose that's the, the kind of best thing about the new board interaction is he kind of got away with a lot as a manager before um, they didn't, didn't obviously as long as you kind of hit your targets in the league and things like that in the cups you kind of weren't judged on too much else so maybe now we're going to find it a bit more difficult yeah I, I really like that addition to the game it's probably one of the best ones like club vision and all the kind of uh, the club culture and stuff as well like one of my one of the things that I really like looking at on kind of a weekly basis in the game now is that uh, the match screen and the results um, with the feedback from it obviously you you were saying you got um, after the the 0-0 draws you got some bad ratings in the, for those matches and like obviously it gives you some feedback about the match as well and like fans can say that they're, they're not quite happy with some of the players performances and things like that so yeah I think it's just such a, a great little addition to the game yeah exactly and that can help Sort of decide which direction you take it, and you know, in the future, obviously, I know that from 11 one, he's a, um, obviously in the Serbian league, and one of his requirements was sort of play defensive football and score from set pieces and things. And that's that's kind of had to have a bearing on the tactic he plays and, and things like that in the club. So, I think maybe for FM 21 or further into FM 20 cycle, people are going to have to start looking at the club vision and the expectations before they decide on on what club to take, um, particularly if. Know, if, it, if it's weighted that way that, that if we don't hit these targets then we, then we kind of lose our jobs you know? definitely yeah you were saying that you've tweaked some responsibilities 
basically I've changed a little bit how I how I do things um, in the game. Uh, I said for a few pods now that I wanted to kind of speed up some areas, so I've, I've got rid of um, press conferences. Um, I imagine you're still doing every single one, yep. all the questions, probably adding additional comments. <laughs> not quite, not quite. Um, how you, I mean, how you? I've not done what I've done a few questions that come through, but I've not done a single uh, press conference. Are they much improved? Um, they're just the same as ever, really. Like, obviously, there's a few extra questions in there. Um, there seems to be some questions, and they're kind of even more annoying than the questions before. But they're around like certain players fitting like your tactic or how you're planning to play, and then like how that's going to play out against the next opponent as well so it's like um, such and such um, seems to be well suited to play against like Alaves for example like are you are you planning to to play him for the whole match and things like that and it's like yeah or no like I'm not going to tell you so yeah (laughs) yeah like I I might on on questions like that I just always get I used to just go the middle option, which is like, oh, I don't think any of your. Yeah, totally. Like, I, I'm not quite sure like why that question has been added. It's a bit, bit of a weird one, but I mean, maybe some people are enjoying it. So, uh, but yeah, I just tend to say, like, I mean, normally I just tend to tell the truth and be like, uh, if it's one, if they ask about a player that's going to play, I'll be like, yeah, like he's going to play the whole match. He's probably my best player, so obviously he's going to play the match. Yeah, I mean, from the other side of it, obviously I have my assistants doing it, and he's. He's just the assistant that was there at the start, so he's probably quite a good level, but not obviously not the best in the world. Um, and I've been getting a few sort of green reactions from certain players. I've been getting sort of you know the little PR positive thing next to uh, next to the players as well sometimes. And, and obviously we've performed fairly well um, into the game, so it's it's been it's been decent. Um, I, I don't see any cause to change it, and it's certainly been the same as sort of towards the end of FM19 that I saw. Um, so I'm quite happy with how that's going going forward. It's one of those um, where you don't know the difference it would make doing it the other way. I suppose um, there's no no sort of way to tell. Um, I did have a few questions, obviously, that come through that you know some managers trying to sort of start a beef with me, and he thinks I'm no good, and then things like that. And, and on on certainly, you know, sort of the ones that always come through is should this player get a call up? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 fine, whatever. Um, and then the um, the uh, national manager will come out and say it's not mine it's not for to do with me if he calls up up whatever <laughs> do what you want to actually don't call him up and then he'll be fitter for when he's got my game <laughs> no worries whatever pal um, that's one thing I'm struggling with uh, in Colombia um, they had international breaks but they didn't stop the league because uh, obviously a lot of the national and the international players play in different mm-hmm. leagues around the world so or European leagues or Argentina or something you know like things like that so uh, it didn't really affect me. Uh, we still had games going on, uh, but now I've, I've had to wait. And uh, also the winter break, oof, that was a slog, <laughs> trying to get through that. Not had that before, but we're not certainly not for a while. So uh, yeah, that was difficult to, to to sort of you know. It is actually like the end of a season, really. I yeah, and, uh, international breaks are one of the worst worst things about the game. I think mm. like it's just a mind numbing continue clicking exercise um, and yeah. like, well, I'd definitely be interested to hear what other people do during them like, I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure people talked about this before maybe even we did but mm. 
one of the things that I do uh, now is because one of the other responsibilities I've taken on is just scouting. Um, I feel that the way that uh, Red Bull is set up, um, obviously there's a lot of player recruitment and finding players younger than other people do, possibly finding undervalued players. Mm -hmm. um, not going to go full money. <laughs> um, but it's trying to find um, the younger players and certain African players as well and things like that. And that's quite difficult for me because I've only got Austria and Germany loaded up. I couldn't, I don't think I, my laptop will handle having uh, a lot of leagues and I don't want to wait for the processing time for all those leagues to be played as well. So what I'm doing <coughs> is a lot of manual scouting on matches. Um, so going into the sort of assignment screen, click on the matches and sending a scout to certain ones, particularly sort of the, um, the, the, the UEFA Youth League, mm -hmm. the under 20 international matches, um, sort of the Copa Libertadores as well, things like that, to try and find some of these players, wherever I think a younger kind of player will play or or just trying to find it. So I find a lot of players from um, sort of PSG, youth team, uh, Dortmund, Benfica, things like that, a lot of, lot of Finley, UEFA, uh, youth league, things like that, just by sending a scout there. So it's working pretty well. And, and some things, you know, um, like Marley under 20s, the scout didn't come back with anything. So not quite sure what's going to happen there. But, um, but yeah, that's what I do. I, 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 used, I like to go through the through the, through the calendar and, and select the matches that I can send a scout to. Uh, yeah, I'm hemorrhaging money on scout <laughs> <laughs> scouting fees, um, things like that. I spent all my budget, so I had to um, to move some of the transfer budget over again to scout. Well, if you're uh, if you're splashing twelve million quid on two players, then I'm sure you can afford a little bit of extra scouting as well. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, it, it, you know, it, it, it'll pay its dues because I find a few, and obviously I play without um, attributes on uh, or with attributes, whatever. I, uh, yeah, I, I play with, without masking. Yeah, attribute masking. Um, yeah, that's right. So um, obviously, I can see all the attributes anyway. But it's always nice, you know, if you when you can see attributes for every player in the world, it's a bit, you know, you, you find it hard to judge. So I like to see that they've got at least got a scout report come through, um, how the scouts have rated them, and then uh, you can kind of see their sort of positives and negatives as well. Decide whether to sign them or not. Because sometimes the scouts are giving them eighties, and I'm, I'm wondering what they're seeing in them. But you know, yeah, I suppose whether, they, whether you trust your staff. Or yeah, not. They, they, I think they look at like potential, potential, quite a lot for the rating. Mm. Like especially for younger players. Um, yeah, some of the sort of twenty-one-year-olds who I think are good are getting sort of sixties and seventies, and then the seventeen-year-olds who are perhaps not so good are getting high seventies. Yeah. The, in terms of like responsibilities, the only thing I'm not, uh, well, I've not been doing so far, is training for the youth teams. Right. Um, because I joined the club and I think there was about two players in there, <laughs> so it's like you can't you can't do the training for them. Come on, just yeah, lads, here's some cones. Go I hired on. them. I hired the youth. I hired some coaches, but um, but yeah, I just left it to them. So. I'm sure, obviously I've had an intake this season, one decent player through who looks like he could make the grade but um, obviously kept at the well, basically signed everybody that came through just to fill up that youth team a little bit um, just yeah. to see what would happen if they if they did play a few matches if any, if any of them did turn turn out a little bit decent um, so yeah, they've I've not been doing the coaching for them um, and quite happy to, to fob that off onto, onto the youth team coaches but but that's the only thing so far um, because it's like I joined them and they had like the oldest squad in the league anyway so 
I've kind of I think it'll be a good few seasons until I get to the level where I've maybe been at in the last couple of saves with Sterling and, and uh, Vittoria as well where I'm kind of a team full of young prospects yeah no, yeah it's difficult to see which way to go down Would, do you think you'll, you'll change it much or, or are you going to try and get to that point where you, know, you don't want to change where you're, the way you play the game you just want to get get, it, get all the new gens in I don't know I think I haven't really like thought that far ahead yet I think if I like, I'm still looking for young players like I've got a big huge shortlist full of young kind of players that I want to keep an eye on that I maybe might sign in the future and I'm sure I'll keep adding players to that but like while I can't while I can't afford them then I just need to find players that I can afford and that I think might just add to the squad so uh, I'm not saying I'm going to change and like go all Diego Mendoza and sign 40 year old uh, in Ganches <laughs> but uh, but yeah I think I, I am embracing an older player a little bit more um, so far especially that first season like my like I said oldest average age and I, I don't think I had a player under 25 that played any minutes at all so um, so yeah it was um, we played quite well as well so maybe I'll, I've changed my way a bit a little bit and I I need, I need to look for a little bit more experience because that might give us an edge in future. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of the uh, kind of the opposite. Um, I think you know, sort of our oldest player. I mean, apart from the keeper that's sort of thirty on, um, <clears throat> who hasn't played a minute actually. Um, our oldest player has been sort of 24, 25, 26. They're, they're kind of, and I'm getting to the point now where I'm like, oh, I need to move these guys on because we've got so many players coming mm-hmm. through, and these guys are probably at their peak kind of. Development maybe, and, and and they should be sort of we should be sort of turning these guys into cash, you know, to kind of keep things going through. So it's quite difficult, really. Um, I've always kind of lost players uh, early on, or, or trying to get their sort of you know trying to use them at their, their peak. Uh, particularly if you're a bigger club or something, it's you know it's difficult to, to train them through. And so I've got to sort of look below. And I always find it difficult in the first season, going into the second season. When you've got so many players out on loan mm-hmm. and they come back, you don't know them. Yeah. Um, as such, you, you kind of it's helped a bit this year with the de- you know, the, the, the development centre, and, and you're getting a lot of emails about them, and you can see how they're getting on. So it has helped a bit, but you know we've got sort of I, think, I forget exactly how many like yeah, 15 maybe players out on loan. Um, not all of them are going to be first team ready, but a few of them are, and obviously. You about signing your own players, so it's, it's going to be. You know, I'm going to have to take a sort of a, a sort of one of my next sessions um, when we go into the um, into the, just before the new season. I'm going to have to sit down, see who's going to who's going to leave, who's going to come in back from loan, and then whether I've got a gap to fill somewhere else. So it's, it's going to be going to be quite difficult, but I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to sort of basically managing uh, obviously the affiliate affiliate team we've got. Life ring, they can uh, they're going to be like a B a B team, mm-hmm. you know. Obviously, how you had Victoria B yeah. and decided who to go to that squad. Um, so I'm going to be looking forward to seeing how who I'm going to send there and uh, and, and what, what to do with that. Sounds like you need to fire up the spreadsheet. I've got one. I need to fire it up and, and make sure. Yeah, I've got a few spreadsheets actually. They'll 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 appear in the blog. I know you you do love a according to FM spreadsheet on the blog. They're <laughs> <A> cracking. <laughs> But yeah, it's been uh, it's been good. I'm 
happy with FM20. I'm still want to play every minute I get. I'm still happy to read everyone else's content and things like that, and I'm really enjoying quite a few saves, actually. Yeah, I mean, there's still, there's still tons at the moment, isn't there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that won't die off till, till sort of mid-January, I don't think, which is good, and then, then you, you find the ones that stick around are usually the best ones. Um, but yeah, I'm happy with, uh, happy with how things are getting on. And you, do you, do you feel like this could be a one of the best uh, best saves you've had, or where, where do you think you're going to Well, I think it's early days yet. Um, I don't know if it's going to like rank up there with like Sterling, which I, like Sterling's. Uh, do you see that? Yeah, I would say Sterling's probably my favourite one. Yeah, um, and then like Leipzig, but I, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed yeah. Vittoria last year, but I think Leipzig was kind of like the first like big one, maybe mm-hmm. that I did. Um, yeah, I think I think I yeah, Leip- Leipzig was probably one of the first things I wrote, read of yours. Uh, obviously, that season was particularly the first whole one that I followed. Um, cheers, cheers for reading the Morton save yeah, on FM sixteen. But that's fine. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've seen a bit, but I wasn't I wasn't particularly part of the of the hashtag community back then. So uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Scottish football, yeah. <laughs> But um, but no, I, I, I'm the same. I'm not. I, I don't feel like I've had. Obviously, because I've, I've had, I've missed gaps of the of the seasons and uh, of, the, of the year. I don't feel like I've had that that good save. Hopefully, this will be this will be it, and this will be my save, my my my, my, my one. But um, we'll see. I've got to win the league first. <laughs> we'll Definitely, see how yeah. that goes. Don't get sacked. Yes. Don't 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 be that. shit. Don't be shit. Summer's number one rule. Don't be shit. Yeah. Will we leave because I'm hungry? Yeah, yeah. What have you got for lunch? Uh, I need to go and buy it today. And I'm not Oof. really sure what. What options you got? Got tons what of options. Deep, deep fried pizza. Maybe could do. The world is my oyster. I suppose there's quite a few. You're obviously in in sort of the middle of uh, middle of the city, aren't you? So you got quite a few. Yeah, options. I might go Greg's. Ah. The world is your oyster, and you go to Greg. I do love a, I do love a, I had it, um, Greg's yum yum this morning. Oh, lovely. It was a uh, nice, nice bit of breakfast. <laughs> um, my lunch, I've got a Christmas special, uh, brie and cranberry. Oh, I love a brie and cranberry sandwich. Bit of bacon in there, so I wouldn't go amiss, but I know you, you're not all about that life. Not at the moment, no. Uh, when everything goes a bit festive as well, it's, it's good. You get the sort of special sandwiches out, you get the mince pies and stuff uh, it is it really is the second most wonderful time of the year after uh, after intro intro release day on, uh, on FM this is definitely going to be this is definitely going to be the most talked about bit of the podcast as well so I think oh everyone loves a bit of uh, you know Slack comes alive when uh, when uh, when lunchtime chat happens I mean you know people <coughs> people moan at me for not playing FM but you know as soon as I, put, I drop in a result everyone's like Maybe a well done, maybe a thumbs up, but as soon as I drop a controversial link, <laughs> that's when uh, that's when uh, several people start typing. So uh, we'll see, we'll see how well it goes down. But, uh, but yeah, always good. Uh, good to be back as well. We've got a few things lined up. Uh, we just need to sort of confirm them, maybe, and then set aside a slot to uh, slot to to go out. Uh, maybe when Sam is not playing FIFA, at least, uh, <laughs> record a few as well and uh, get a few more out there. But yeah, uh, how about you? When can we expect to blog, Simon? Uh, it's Wednesday. Wednesday and today, nothing. It's dropped. Wednesday, nothing. Nothing has dropped. Um, I don't know. I need to write up. Are you back? 
Oh, you've been occasional. Yeah, I'm pretty occasional this this year. I think uh, I need to get that domain back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I need to write up uh, the second half of the season. Um, so mm. yeah, I haven't done that yet. But I just thought I'd, I've been scouring the transfer market for bargains and freebies so far in the in the summer uh, before season mm. two starts. So yeah, I've been kind of focusing on that more than writing at the moment. But but yeah, I'll, I'll find some time. Yeah, same for me at the moment. I'm not sure when my next one will be out. Uh, I'm looking at sort of 10 days to two weeks between them at the moment, just to kind of try and put a bit of effort into them and, and obviously make sure I get through the games. So obviously I'll need to finish the season first, maybe play the transfer window and then see how we get on with that. So it could be a, could be a couple of weeks. Sweet. We'll see. Love it. I'll, I'll ride, ride the hits wave so far. <laughs> so we'll see how we get on. Right, well, um, yeah, we'll, look to you. We'll, we'll see you again soon, uh, listeners, dear listeners, and we'll... Uh, Hopefully not take too long to get you a new new one. Hopefully you're still subscribed and iTunes has not stopped you from downloading it because you're not listening for a while. But yeah, please please do use data to download future podcasts because um, they're always worth listening to. Right, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Bye, Mike. See you tomorrow.